Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor, but still want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, to name a few. Perfect for enjoying with family or friends and taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2732, Five Timeless Ways to Turn Your Life Around at Any Age, part one, by Mark Chernoff of markandangel.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. I have a bit of a longer post, so I'll read the first half today and then finish the rest for you tomorrow. So with that, let's get right to part one and start optimizing your life. Five Timeless Ways to Turn Your Life Around at Any Age, Part 1, by Mark Chernoff of markandangel.com. Things can change if you want them to at any age. Life changes every single moment, and so can you. Last week, I received three emails with the exact same subject line from three different coaching or course students, turning my life around. This synchronicity certainly caught my attention. Each of these students' emails went into detail about their life situation and danced around the same fundamental theme and question. I don't know what I want to do with my future, but I want to be successful, so what should I do? Obviously, a sweeping, open-ended question like this is difficult to answer, but here's my attempt to answer it for all of us. A short list of five timeless principles and strategies Angel and I live by, a list worth working on regardless of your age or what you decide to do, with the rest of your life. Number one, focus a little less on the future and a little more on the present. Yes, it's healthy to plan for the future, but not at the full expense of today. The truth is, no matter how smart you are or how hard you try, you can't accurately figure out the future. Even people who have a systematic plan, steps to be a doctor, steps to be a successful entrepreneur, etc., don't actually know what will happen down the road. And if they have any certainty at all, they're a bit naive. Life rarely goes as planned. For every person that succeeds in doing exactly what they set out to do in the exact time frame they set out to do it in, there are dozens of others who start strong and get derailed. And if this happens to you, it isn't a bad thing. New obstacles and opportunities may come along to shift your perspective, to strengthen your resolve, or to change your direction for the better. The destination you fall in love with someday may not even exist today. For example, just a few short years ago, the esteemed career paths of working at Google, Facebook, and Twitter didn't exist. Neither did the job of professional coach and blogger at Mark and Angel Hack Life. So if you can't plan out your future in its entirety, what should you do? Focus a little less on the future and focus more on what you can do now that'll benefit you no matter what the future brings. Read, write, learn and practice useful skills, test your skills and ideas, build things, 
be adventurous and seek real-world experiences, cultivate healthy relationships. These efforts will help in any future circumstances that come your way. One of the best ways to begin with all of this, I think, is to build something small in your free time. Most people fritter their free time away on things that don't matter, like TV, video games, social media, etc. A year of that, you have absolutely zero to show for it. But if you painted every day or practiced your web design skills or wrote on a blog or updated and perfected a video channel on YouTube or started building a side business or passion project or spent more time networking with the right people, at the end of a year, you'll have built something. And you'll have some great life experiences too, experiences you can point to and say, I built that and I learned this, which sadly, most people can't do. Also, it's important to mention that although it may seem easier for younger people to do these things, it's 100% possible for all of us to take small steps in the right direction, day in and day out, for the rest of our lives. Number two, focus more on the journey. The most prolific and beneficial experience is not in achieving something you want, but in seeking it. It's the journey towards an endless horizon that matters, goals that move forward with you as you chase them. It's all about the pursuit and what you learn along the way, the moving. The most important reason for moving from one place to another is to see what's in between. In between is where passions are realized, love is found, strength is gained, and memories are made. You can't get any of that without firsthand living. In other words, the right journey is the destination. Number three, do hard things. If you wanna stunt your growth and feel stuck in the same place forever, make excuses. If, on the other hand, you wanna stop feeling trapped, do things that make you uncomfortable, things you aren't very good at. There's no excuse for remaining stuck. There's no excuse for making the same exact mistakes over and over again. Life is too short. You've gotta stretch your boundaries and break free. One of the most important skills you can develop in life is being okay with some level of discomfort because the best things are often hard to come by and if you shy away from difficulty and discomfort, you'll miss out on them. Mastering a new skill is hard. Building a business is hard. Writing a book is hard. A marriage is hard. Parenting is hard. Staying in shape is hard. All are amazing and worth every bit of effort you can muster. If you get good at doing hard things, you can do anything. How do you get good at this? Purposefully do things today that are uncomfortable and start in small doses. Try exercising for 10 minutes, even if it's hard, and repeat this practice every day for a month before increasing your exercise duration by even the slightest margin. Try journaling or meditating every day for 10 minutes. When you find yourself avoiding discomfort or procrastinating, push yourself just a little bit more, but don't do more than 10 minutes. It's all about starting small and building a daily ritual that gradually strengthens your mind and body and allows you to do larger hard things effortlessly in the long run. Number four, hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled Five Timeless Ways to Turn Your Life Around at Any Age by Mark Chernoff of markandangel.com. Thank you to Mark. It's a great point that someone might have a very specific detailed plan for their life, knowing what they wanna be at an early age, what college they wanna go to, how many kids they wanna have and so on. And another person might not be that way at all. They could have 
no idea what they wanna do with their life, not sure about college or kids or anything like that. By the way, that was how I was for the most part, not sure at all. But in both cases, they certainly will be surprised in some way because we don't have that kind of control over our futures. There are too many variables and random events to control that much. Even in the case where someone gets the job they've always wanted to have, how they got there, exactly what it's like to do that job, or where they live, the people they met along the way, that's all random, and the obstacles and opportunities are constantly changing. So if you're in that second bucket like I was, it's nothing to be ashamed of or sad about. It's just another opportunity to try different things and do some of the things Mark mentioned in this article, like focusing on the journey and doing hard things. And we're gonna hear more since that was just the first half of the post, so I'll leave it there for now. Thank you for being here and listening and learning along with me. I've learned a ton from these articles over the years. Hopefully you have too. And we'll continue the learning tomorrow where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits.